You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, Tim Bryan, uh, who uh, is part of HSS Investment Properties, uh, which is an investment company specializing in all sorts of real estate, but primarily, uh, you know, residential, uh, multifamily and commercial buildings and some single family. Um, so Tim uh, sits in uh, Arcadia, California, and, you know, he invests out of state for the most part. Um, as many of you are aware, it's very tough to invest in a state like California, particularly for cash flow purposes. So we want to understand how Tim um, builds his team and builds his investment pipeline around out-of-state investments. So thanks for coming on the show, Tim. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Sure. So how do you do it? So what's, well, tell us a little bit more about you and and your company and and how do you do it? Yeah, sure. So I'm a I'm a contractor, been since 2000. And so, you know, my story is in 2008, I was, you know, hit hard and (laughs) didn't have anything to do for a couple of years there. So that's when I really got uh, interested in investing in real estate. And so um, really started trying to find out, okay, how do I, you know, starting out with a flip or a single family and that kind of thing. I quickly learned that multifamily is the way to go. And I also quickly learned that investing in my backyard, which would be great, we all want to do that, but um, really didn't make any sense. You know, Southern California is extremely high. I mean, it's an appreciation play. You know, if you hold on to it and go negative cash flow for a number of years, you might look like a hero in 10 years, but that's not my strategy. So we want the cash flow and the appreciation. So we began to look out out of state and uh, my first market was in Tennessee, and so I started investing there in multifamily. And now I'm investing in an area in Milwaukee area, uh, a tertiary um, a part of that. So, you know, the, one of the things that uh, people ask me all the time, immediately when I say this, that I'm investing out of state, you know, how do you do it? There's the questions about property management and the difficulties. And I've got some, you know, uh, uh, thoughts on that and how I've been able to do it successfully. Yeah. So, so how do you do it? Do you property manage yourselves? How do you structure your deals? Do you partner with on-site operators? How do you? What, what's yeah. Your- so I'll tell you the first thing I think that's the key to making this work is really getting deep into that market. So what I tend to do, I focus on one market at a time. I've talked to many investors over the years and uh, I'll ask them, you know, what are they doing, you know, out of state? And I'll hear these stories about, they'll start to say they're, you know, looking at Oklahoma City and then they heard Tucson, Arizona is good. And then, you know, uh, Indianapolis. And I said, wait, just slow down. Hold on right there. I said, I think that's your first problem. I said, you're all over the place. You don't, you know, you're not focused. And and my plan, my business plan is focus, find a market that we know is going to grow. It's in a growth pattern and really get deep into that. It's done very well for me. And I've seen people just jumping all over and, and, you know, unless they're a big company can handle that. But for us, you know, smaller investors, you really got to focus. So I tend to, I focus on those areas, but one of the other keys is um, really getting to know people in that market. And my first market, you know, I did okay. This second out of state market, I've really done well with uh, 
getting to know everybody, people in the city, city government, uh, other business owners. It, you know, it's really fun. And, uh, and I think it's a good lesson for other investors of if you, you know, I, I hear these stories about everybody, you know, you want to uh, go after the brokers, you know, you got to do these broker relations and, and make sense, right? Of course, the brokers are going to find you deals. A couple things I say is, unless you go to that market, take them to coffee, take them to lunch, you're not going to get the deals. It's very hard to get deals from the uh, an email and a text and a phone call, right? I've, I have a story about a deal that I was, or when I was in that last market in Tennessee, um, I called my uh, uh, broker and I said, I'm heading out of town. I've got 20 minutes. We've got to meet for coffee. We got to do it right now. And we met and sat down within a couple months. He calls me with a 104 unit deal that I ended up buying. And he ended up telling me, he goes, you know, that meeting in person was key. He goes, I probably would have called somebody else. And so that it's, you know, it's fun to, to see this come together when you, you know, you really get to know people and really get, you know, deep into that. So did you end up buying that? The yeah. The, yeah. That 104 was a great deal. We bought in uh, 2012, sold in 2018. It made great positive cash flow the whole time I syndicated that deal and, um, and bought it for 4.1 and sold it for 6.85 in a wow. great market. Yeah. And somebody else is even getting a good cap rate on that. So it's, it's a, it was a, yeah, but all the totally off market, totally because of that. And so I say again, it's a broker relationship, but not because I was just emailing and telling them, hey, I'm real over here. I had to go see him in person. Right. So let's talk about that. Let's 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 narrow down our topic a little bit more. So when you're visiting new markets, you try to find out who the top brokers are for multifamily. Let's just use multifamily as the example and take them for coffee. So how do you like it seems a little overwhelming. Number one, like how do you find the brokers in the first place? Or because there's so many of them, right? Or and there's only a few good ones that you want to know. So how do you how do you find that out first? And then number two, how do you coordinate your schedule? Do you stay in a market for two, you know, one day, two days, three days of the whole week to try to fit everything in? And also number three is do you just go to the market just to sit around and, and network or do you actually have something to go for and maybe a deal that you're already looking at or something you have under contract where you have or do you have assets there where it makes sense for you to go um, yeah. instead of just going and and right. you know networking <clears throat> yeah good point yeah so early on it's about you know looking at the market not just on google earth but actually going there right and so early on yeah there may not be you always you know line up certain properties to look at for sure but uh so to answer those questions yeah the uh you know getting to know people just in town and asking them who has been the biggest part so in other words you know there's there's other tricks you know you look on you know I learned early on, you know, you look on LoopNet, not for deals, but for who are the, the you know, active brokers, you know, who's got, who's active and, and, and selling and buying and those kind of things. So you buy, you find brokers different ways, but, but, you know, I think the key that's done it for me rather than, um, you know, just trying to find them here and there is to getting know, to know people in town who can then refer me. And so, you know, you, you, I mean, I've had residential agents referring me to the active commercial brokers 
because I got to know them. And so it's really that getting into that town. So what I'll do is typically take a as small as a three-day trip and sometimes four and always on a weekday because it's a business day. So travel on a Thursday, come back Sunday or travel on a Friday, come back Monday night, that kind of thing. So that we have some biz, line up some business uh, meetings and, and, and uh, showings, that kind of thing. But um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of organizations, you know, of course you got your rear groups and there's other meetups and things. And, 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 you know, I, I go to those places. I go there and ask people and, you know, some people after a while, because I'll tend to, I'll go every other month or at least every three months. Some people think I'm actually live in town, you know? And so they start to talk to me, Hey, where do you live? And they get surprised when I'm out of town. But I, I think that's a difference because I didn't even do that the first time I went out and I, you know, really tried to find, you know, meet people and, and I'm not that extroverted. It's not that easy for me. So, you know, I have to uh, go to these different places. There's, you know, there's, um, there's nonprofits that are looking to revitalize an area and, and you go to those areas and they have resources for you. You know, the city government, the city hall, uh, you know, has a, you know, planning commissions and, and uh, you know, city administrators that, that are actually excited to help you. So that's one of the other things I do. I like to plug in and get to know the councilman and the aldermen, all those type of things. So, yeah, so they're fast. So, you know, I don't, there's no sitting around. You know, I tell people and I tell, uh, bring people or I bring some of my JVs with me or, you know, friends. And I say, this is business trip. This is not, you know, this isn't for fun. We're going to be going 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. or maybe midnight if we're taking someone out to drink. So um, it's go, go, go for a few days, but it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a fun time. And my follow up question for that would be how has it changed at all as your lead generation um platform changed at all from from the COVID or is it pretty much more or less the same or is the Zoom going to substitute that in person? Yeah. What's your opinion on that from yeah. your perspective? Definitely was a tough year, of course, you know, because you can't meet in person. There's no meetups in person anymore and, you know, the real estate investment groups and stuff. So um, that has changed, but I see it already starting to creep back and, you know, we can you know, meet with, with mass. And so I'm seeing, you know, things are opening up, restaurants are opening up, that kind of thing. So I think we just had a, a setback here as far as that goes, but um, yeah, we're, I still do, I'll, I'll do mailers to, you know, directly to sellers. And so I'm still doing some of the same uh, uh, strategies of finding deals, but, but I'll tell you the, the connections and the networking has been the best by far. Just somebody knows somebody and then something come, comes up. This market I'm in right now, I've bought, um, they're mostly investing in a downtown setting, uh, a tertiary market. And um, I bought 14 buildings, 12 of them came off market. And, um, you know, I even know the director of the local chamber of commerce and she got me a, a deal and called me up and said, hey, someone just told me they're listing. And I thought about you and I bought that. So it's it's again it's those connections and really getting deep in there and that's that's excellent and then so tim i'm sure you have your criteria on what market you want to focus on um but how do you kind of determine that you mentioned wisconsin is that is that what you mentioned yeah yeah wisconsin yeah yeah 
Well, yeah, so we do some research and find it's basically the concept of following jobs and seeing where, you know, some manufacturing and some industries coming in. We like to see places that already have a good base and a good industry so that, you know, it's not like a one manufacturing town that, you know, it could all go to heck if, if they went out of business. But, but you know, that area is strong, strong with manufacturing, strong with a lot of big businesses growing and so really excited about that um and that that's typically the first market i was in was chattanooga tennessee i actually went there in 2009 and a lot of, there are a lot of investors right now in chattanooga which is great and it's growing and it's a fantastic town when i got there in 2009 nobody was there it was a ghost town uh the downtown was boarded up stores and uh it's just amazing to see what happened well what brought us there was volkswagen announced a plant was being built and um you know we believe that concept that that's going to bring jobs and growth and uh, boy it has i mean that town has been amazing uh, so nice. it's been fun we actually been selling out now you know it's we've ridden that curve and now we're in our next you know ground floor market nice do you um because there's so many different, using the United States as an example, so many different states that have, you know, population growth, job growth. I'm in Florida. That's been pretty hot over the past year. I mean, over the past five years, really. You know, Florida and Georgia and, you know, the Carolinas. So if you're following the job growth, are you also looking at your infrastructure in terms of your location or you kind of want to focus on a, a specific region? Um, and then, you know, kind of go from there. How do you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I really liked investing in the South. I think there's so many, you know, there's uh, so much growth going on there. I, I haven't ever really plugged into Texas. It's been growing for decades and it's going to keep growing and same with Florida. So, so that's the thing. It's like, you know, I just, I found my criteria. I found what worked for me and I plug in. And so it's like I see, you know, I'll have people ask me, well, you know, what about, you know, Dallas, Texas? I don't know. It's not my market. It's not my market. So, you know, I found something that worked that I believe is going to be a big growth market. And there's metrics for that. There's, you know, reasons why we're there with jobs and infrastructure and, and good governments that are, you know, behind development and, and you know, uh, good policies. So they're definitely looking for that, too. Um you know, we don't have the the warmth up there. You know, they say people are going, you know, to the war, but but that's okay. You know, you can't have everything. So, um, but yeah, I think those, but back to what I was saying, it's that focus because I really want to help other investors. A lot of investors ask me, how do you, how did you do it, Tim? And how can I get in this? And that's my first thing. First thing is focus on an area. And, and they say, you know, farm, you know, your little farm area. Well, that's your, your market. Secondly is um, get to know people go there often. You cannot do this from your phone and internet. You know, you can only go so far and, uh, and then, then things open up Then then take action, right? <laughs> then you've got to close on deals. Well, that's another key too. You go in town being from out of town and you kicking tires left and right, you're going to get a reputation real fast. That you're not actually a, a you know a, a closing you know closing on deals so it's really important if you find a deal you close on it and i find too in new markets the first deals always the best by far even if you do some amazing deal later on because that first deal you can tell everybody oh i already own in this market 
and it, it, it changes people's demeanor changes big time. And it doesn't matter what size almost it could be anything. You know, if you're into hundred unit apartments, grab an eight unit, say, Oh, I already own an eight unit. It just, it opens up those doors to credibility. Sure. That's an interesting uh, strategy too to use. Uh, Tim, how can people find you? Yeah, I have a website, uh, HSS, uh, sorry, investwithhss.com. And uh, HSS is the letters of my three kids, Hannah, Sam, and Shane. So, you know, it's kind of a family business and I'm helping families. There's a lot of people that want to get into real estate and learn. And I'm helping people. I JV, you know, I, I bring people in on syndications, but, um, you know, I'm helping people take their dream of wanting to be in real estate and help them. So investwithhss.com is the best way and contact through there. That's great. No, I'll definitely encourage my audience to check out uh, Tim's platform. Uh, and if you liked what you heard and or saw, if you could please give us a rating and review on iTunes, it'll help Tim and my message get out to a greater audience. That's just the way iTunes works. So we would appreciate that. And we'll have a link to Tim's website uh, in the show notes uh, in iTunes and also in our social media descriptions as well. So I want to thank Tim again for coming on our show today and hope to have you again soon. Thank you. Enjoyed it. I appreciate it.